With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Uh, 
of, of a, what will be a howling good time here at NWO Wolfpack. Howling good time is only fitting, Howard. For all you people on the East Coast, hopefully you're staying warm and safe despite this massive snowstorm. Absolutely. Indeed, indeed. Of course, this weather, of course, is kicking everybody up and down the East Coast. Of course, up around J.D.'s neck of the woods, up here, it's been nothing but snow. Up around my neck of the woods here in North Carolina, it's been nothing but high winds all day. But hopefully everybody has been able to get through it and, uh, of course, try to survive everything. So that way you'll be at home, uh, resting comfortably, sitting back after a long, hard day. And who knows, you could be doing anything but from watching some sports to, of course, doing stuff on the computer. And who knows, even listening to some big-time wrestling talk. And, of course, if you are, we're, we're the ones right here to bring it here to you here tonight. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, in addition, like I said, to TalkShoe.com, we are also, of course, uh, doing our live video feed here, of course, on Facebook. And, of course, started this week here, ladies and gentlemen, with Revolution. We are going to be doing the same thing with Wolfpack as we are, of course, doing a tour of all of our groups here in WCWUS. And, of course, uh, for NWO Wolfpack, tonight uh, we are actually going to another NWO-themed group that we have here in this table of groups, and that is, of course, NWOUS Forever for Life. So if you ever, if you want to uh, join us here for nothing but the best in wrestling talk here tonight, please feel free, to, like I said, to uh, to join us right here and watch us here on the vice. Watch us here tonight during our broadcast uh, on the, on the NWOUS page, which is of course Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWOUS for life. And, of course, uh, if you want to listen to us as well, if you want to chime in on anything we have to talk about here here this evening here on the episode 85 of Wolfpack, please feel free to give us a call right here. Of course, the phone number, as always, is 1-724-444-7444. That call ID is, of course, 138-521-POUND. And definitely press that 1 if you want to chime in on anything we have to talk about here tonight in terms of anything pro wrestling right here on episode 85 of the Wolfpack. And speaking of which, we'll go ahead and not waste any time and get on in with our wrestling news and news here statement. And, of course, we'll go ahead and get it all started with, King, with excuse me, with the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGiolamo, who has some wrestling uh, news tidbits here for us to get it started. So let's go ahead and see what he has on tap here for tonight. Uh, J.D., please go ahead and take it away. Apparently, Legends with JBL, however, will be reportedly ending, however, mind you. After having Stan Hansen on this past Tuesday, however, reports say that JBL's last guest on his show could be veteran manager and part-time office personality Jimmy Hart, believe it or not. No word when this will air yet, but reports are saying, however, that this could uh, happen within the next few weeks or so. I mean, let's take as we're going to take a look real quick. Excuse me. Uh, uh, like I said, huh? Yeah. Uh, apparently, like I said, reportedly ending, however. Like I said, however. Also, WWE has re-released the Owen Hart Heart of Gold DVD as a single disc release this week, according to the Wrestling DVD Network. And the release only features the documentary. Also released in the same manner of the greatest wrestling factions and the destruction of the S.H.I.E.L.D. sets. But yeah, here it is. JBL noted on Twitter, however, that Legends with JBL is coming to an end. The announcer noted that he has one episode left to air featuring Jimmy Hart, after which, quote, it looks like there won't be any more, mind you. 
Meanwhile, Vince McMahon in a recent interview says that the brand extension is actually working, believe it or not. Hmm. Interesting to even make that comment, however, considering I've had mixed uh, uh, thoughts about this. I guess earlier today he had a conference call and talked about this matter, however, to uh, the board, however. and In fact, yeah, here it is. During today's WWE Quarter 4 conference call, Vince was asked about the success of the brand extension. He said, however, well, that there's crossover viewership between brands. The split is drawing more viewers to SmackDown, which is something WWE wanted. He spoke of Fresh Town and used Roman Reigns as an example, noting that he hasn't appeared on SmackDown, but it will be a big deal, and when, if he, and when and if he does. He also spoke about how it provides more opportunities and, quote, other stars to climb the ladder of success. Vince also pointed to multiple touring brands and said it gives them more flexibility. Meanwhile, Kurt Angle said that recently Roman Reigns got the short end of the stick, believe it or not. The fellow Pittsburgher and Olympian, however, recently was quoted in an interview, however, with Busted Open Radio to discuss his Hall of Fame induction. On who we'd like to fight in the last match of Mania, Kurt simply said, Oh gosh, there are a lot of good wrestlers out there. I've been looking and studying them for a long time. I would love to go on the grand stage with AJ one day. Seth Rollins, I like Roman a lot. I think he was forced a bit, and that's why fans are rejecting him. But he's kind of a kid. I love Cesaro, KO, Rusev. There's a lot of great talent right now. I would say more right now than there were 10 years ago in 2007 and 8. On Roman Reigns, however. Yeah, that poor kid, he got the short end of the stick. When it comes down to it, it's really not his fault. I'm not discrediting the WWE, however, but I think they've done a fabulous job of pushing this kid. However, I think the fans like to see him going through the ringer, U.S. title, IC title, King of the Ring, then the WWE title. I think Roman kind of stepped up there right away and became the main eventer. Main event at Mania literally a year after the Shield broke up. But I think it was partly it. But you cannot deny his talent. This kid is really great in the ring. Meanwhile, however, Bruce Pritchard, however, was also recently interviewed, however, and talked about, however, uh, mind you, however, discussed Vince's reaction to Rick Brood appearing on Raw and Nitro on the same night as we discussed at one time, among other things, however. In a recent interview, however, that he did, however, this is what Pritchard had to say, however, mind you. Where is it? I just saw it. Hold on a second. Okay, here we go. As he had talked on something to Russell. On Rude's return to WWE in 1997, Vince and Vince McMahon and Vince Russo were doing the creative, writing the TV. At the time, Vince told me that he wanted me to call Rick Rude and to get Rick Rude to TV the next day. I asked what kind of deal we were looking to do. Vince was adamant he did not want to do any kind of long-term deal with Rude. He wanted him on a per-night basis. Bring him in. Get him here, and we'll talk about everything else as time goes on. We just wanted to do a per-night agreement with him and get him to Atlantic City, New Jersey, and see what we got. On the formation of DX, however, Pritchard said, DX happened organically. The idea of having Rick Rude there as the bodyguard was, as the bodyguard was, China was the kind of bodyguard for Hunter and Rude, and Rude was the bodyguard for Sean, and it organically happened. On Vince McMahon's reaction to Rude appearing on Raw Night Show the same night, Pritchard said, I believe the first utterance by Vince were mother bleeper, and then a lot of silence, and what the bleep? Oh, God, I took a lot of heat over that. How could you let this happen? We didn't have a contract. On Rude being not under contract, Pritchard concluded the interview by saying, Rick wanted guarantees in his contract, and Vince was not sure he wanted to use Rude for any extended length of time. It was fine going uh, with the nightly proposition. In addition to that, WCW had no interest in Rude prior to that, and Rude had also expressed 
that he had no desire to go there. And then Montreal came along and everything changed. It's business, but I don't blame him for going at all. I probably would have done the same thing given the opportunity you're going to put someone on TV and invest a lot of time and money in them, have them locked up, and if they don't want to sign a contract, then cut them loose and cut ties. So that's all we got right now. Okay, thank you very much, sir. J.D., of course, J.D., along with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith. This is King Yice, your 2017 Hall of Fame uh, news tag team to bring you all the news that has fit the print. And, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in King and W.O.'s case, it is, of course, the old-fashioned way, which is super glue and duct tape. You cannot go wrong with that at all whatsoever. Uh, <clears throat> and, of course, let's go ahead now to the history and birthdays here for February the 9th, courtesy of our own human suplex, human suplex machine, John Gross. And he's got some good good, uh, good stuff lined up here for us. Let's see what he has here for, for us this, this evening. 34 years ago today, which would put it at 1983, yes, in Miami, Dusty Rhodes defeated Ric Flair to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. Post-match, Geibel, or Gebel, I don't know how you pronounce it, ordered the Midnight Rider to unmask. The man under the mask was Flair's biggest rival at the time, Dusty Rhodes. However, it was decreed that had Rhodes showed up, it would have violated his suspension, and he would have been banned for life from the NWA. Rhodes, if you will, refused and gave the title back to Flair. It would not be until 2006 when a masked wrestler, which was known as Abyss, won the NWA World Heavyweight title over Sting on a disqualification. Hmm. 19 years ago today, I think we put it at 1998. Yes. On Monday Nitro from El Paso, Texas, the Steiner brothers defeated the Outsiders to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. And on the undercard, Goldberg defeated Lord Steven Regal. The bout has gained some infamy in wrestling history because it was a five-minute bout, which is not, which was not exactly what WCW officials wanted. Regal disputes the claim in his autobiography and also in the Stone Cold podcast that he was asked to give a six-minute bout and make Goldberg look strong. Regal was released from WCW soon after and headed to the WWF in the summer of 1998. In 2004, on Monday Night Raw from Portland, Oregon, Chris Benoit defeated Ric Flair by submission. This was the first time ever a one-on-one match between the two on Raw. Following the match, Benoit and Triple H were all set to sign the contract for the WrestleMania 20 World Heavyweight title match, Shawn Michaels intervened and superkicked Benoit before he could sign it. Michaels ended up signing the contract instead. Ultimately, it would be a triple threat match involving Triple H, Michaels, and Benoit for the world uh, title at WrestleMania 20, with, of course, Benoit winning the championship. Seven years ago today, which was in 2010, in Tokyo, WWE announced that Pirasu legend and uh, brief WWF champion Antonio Inoki would win the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2010. Yes. Also on that same day, no, not that, (laughs) Bobby Lashley leaves TNA to concentrate fully on his MMA career. His release was official when his profile was removed from TNA's website the next day. Lashley wrestled in the independent circuit after compiling a 10-2 MMA record 
Lashley returned to TNA in March of 2014 as the mystery opponent for Ethan Carter III. Three months later, he won the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, making him the first ever African-American TNA World Heavyweight Champion ever. Hmm. Six years ago today, which was put it at 2011, WWE announced that WrestleMania 28 would take place on April Fool's Day in 2012. The event was headlined by a year in a making confrontation of The Rock versus John Cena. <clears throat> it would be the most watched, the highest grossing event in professional wrestling history. And we have a birthday right here today. It's a happy 53rd birthday to Deborah Ann Maselli, known res- to wrestling fans as either, of course, for some would know her as Alundra Blaze, but others would know her as also Medusa. Born in Milan, Italy, she was raised in several foster homes in Minneapolis, Minnesota. She became a gymnast and track athlete in her youth and got a job at the age of 14. She trained with Eddie Sharkey in 1984 and started working on the independent circuit, making just $5 a match. She supplemented her income by working as a nurse part-time. Two years later, she wrestled for Vern Gagne's AWA as Medusa Maselli. Medusa feuded with Sherry Martell. She went on to manage Mr. Magnificent Kevin Kelly following Martell leaving for the WWF in 1987. She went on to defeat Candy Devine for the vacated AWA Women's Championship. She went on to manage the greats in Kurt Henning, DDP, and Bad Company as part of the Diamond Exchange. In 1988, she was the first and until 2014 only woman to win PWI's Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Rookie of the Year Award. She became the IWA Women's Champion while on a six-week tour of All Japan Pro Wrestling in 1989. But her brief run impressed officials to sign her to a three-year deal. The first ever foreign-born wrestler to get a deal there. She learned the Japanese wrestling style as well. As she also was trained as well as training Muay Thai, kickboxing, and boxing. After a brief stint in the Tri-State Wrestling Alliance, where she feuded with Luna Vachon, she joined WCW as the valet for Rick Rude, and remained with the group for its existence before she was fired by Paul Heyman. After fighting with her at Clash of the Champions 21, with Medusa going to a five-minute five-minute time limit draw and what turned out to be Heyman's final appearance. In 1993, she joined the WWF, but not as Medusa. She became Alundra Blaze and won a six-woman tournament for the reinstated WWF Women's Championship. Blaze retained her title at WrestleMania 10 in Madison Square Garden against Leilani Kai. In 1994, Bull Nakano was brought in at the request of Maselli, and the two engaged in a rivalry with Alundra, retaining her title at SummerSlam with Luna Vachon and Bull Nakano's corner. Nakano won the Women's Championship in Malundra in November, but the night after WrestleMania 11, <clears throat> Blaze won the championship again. The following April on Raw, following the bout, she was beaten up by Ronda Singh, who wrestled, of course, as Bertha Faye. The attack was allegedly the right Blaze off to get breast implants and a nose job. <laughs> She returned at SummerSlam four months later, but would then lose the championship to Bertha Faye. She won it back for the third time on, on August 23, 1995, by defeating Bertha Faye, making her the first 
three-time WWF Women's Champion. At Survivor Series, both Faye and Blaze captained their teams with Faye's team winning after Asia Kong became the sole survivor, defeating Blaze. With the WWF under financial debt, the entire women's roster was let go, including Blaze. The Women's Championship was abandoned, in part due to what she did on her return to WCW. It was a long time for Medusa was welcomed back by the WWE, of course, now WWE. It was in December of 1995 when she returned to WCW as Medusa, and she brought the WWF Women's Championship belt with her. In her first at back, back, she dropped the title in a trash can. She has expressed regret for her part in the incident, essentially saying that she was coerced under the threat of unemployment. Bull Nakano was brought straight into the feud with Medusa with the two meeting up at Hog Wild in August of 1996. With Medusa winning the right to destroy Nakano's motorcycle, <clears throat> WCW established a women's championship but the company hardly committed to it. Akira Hokuto defeated Medusa in the tournament final for the title at Starcade in December of 96 to become the first and virtually only WCW women's champion. Akira defeated Medusa again at the Great American Bash in a June in, in June of 1997 in a title versus title versus career match. She just disappeared for nearly two years before returning as a part of Team Madness with Randy Savage, Miss Madness, and Gorgeous George. After she had tried to become the first woman to win the WCW World Heavyweight Title when the title was vacated, uh, Medusa turned. Uh, Medusa turned on Evan Courageous as she had a relationship with somebody. She won the Cruiserweight title, becoming the only woman to win the belt, just like China when she won the Intercontinental title with No Mercy over Jeff Jarrett. But she did lose the belt at Sold Out in January of 2000 to Oklahoma. She went on to become a trainer at the WCW Power Plant and trained Nora Greenwald, who would go on to become Molly Holly. She briefly feuded with Shane Douglas and Tori Wilson, leading to a mixed tag team Scaffold match won by Douglas and Wilson. She took the big bump in the bout and was never seen on WCW television again. She retired from the business following the WCW sale to the WWF in 2001, in part due to her falling out <clears throat> with the company back in the mid-1990s and women's wrestling leaning towards brawl and panties matches. Just before her retirement, Medusa started a new career, Monster Truck Racing, she entered the monster truck business in 1999. She named it Medusa and began winning freestyle competitions in 2001 and in 2004 and was part of the first ever three-way tie at, at the Monster Jam World Finals in freestyle. The next year, she beat her trainer, Dennis Anderson, to win the Monster Jam World Finals in racing, becoming the first woman to do so. She went on to join the Major, major League of Monster Trucks as its executive vice president in 2008. She rejoined Monster Jam, where, where she was ever since. In a Facebook Live video in September 2016, she announced that she will retire from Monster Truck Racing, Monster Truck Driving, excuse me, in March of 2017. She's been married three times. The first was to fellow wrestler Eddie Gilbert in 1991, Ken Blattman in 1998, and Sergeant Major Alan Johnson at Graceland in 2011. She's owned a pet grooming shop in Lecanto, Florida. In 2015, she returned to the WWE Hall of Fame in where she grabbed the WWF Women's Championship belt from the trash can and declared herself the reigning WWF 
WWE Women's Champion. In the post-induction, she made only two appearances during WrestleMania 31 and the WWE Network Series Table for Three with Ivory and Molly Holly. And John says that is all he has for the wrestling history and birthdays here for today. And let me see here. Uh, and forgive me, Alexa, ladies and gentlemen, for some odd reason, we actually had a little bit of difficulty. Um, we had a little bit of difficulty here with... Uh, uh, um, with our uh, live video feed here, so we're going to try to reestablish that. So stand by here for just one second here. And while we do that, let me go ahead and give you the information here. Of course, I do also thank JD for providing us with the wrestling uh, news and views here tonight. <clears throat> uh, one more time, ladies and gentlemen, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID. <clears throat> Uh, one three eight five two one pound. This is episode number eighty five of the second installment of the radio network NWO Wolfpack. I said for Thursday, February 9th, two thousand and seventeen. I am of course Mr. W seven US Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. Uh, joining me here is the Iceman JD Jerry Geralmo. Of course, uh, <clears throat> part of W seven US Raw Radio. Of course, every Monday afternoon from three to five, right on TalkShoe.com. He is also, of course. He's also, of course, a um, uh, <clears throat> 2015 and 2017 WWE U.S. Hall of Famer. Stand by, please. Okay, for now we have reestablished the live video feed, so if we've cut it off in any way possible, we apologize for that, ladies and gentlemen. We just had some problems with uh, with the video. We're not sure what happened, but. Uh, uh, but now we, we seem to have that back up and running. Uh, <clears throat> of course, also now we have... So we'll see. We'll, we should have this going up and going right now. So... We should be good to go here by now. We don't understand why in the world this this happened like it did, but you know how these things are. So, <laughs> but of course it is of course streaming live on NWO US Forever for Life during our Facebook uh, live video feed, <clears throat> which you can catch us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWO US for Life. Uh, which, like, like I said, we like I said, apologize for that uh, delay in that. Uh, we we get we have I have since now reestablished that. And if any of us been cut off and all that, I do apologize for that in advance. Uh, but we'll, the whole the whole show will be still on TalkShow.com, so we haven't messed that up yet at all. But also, I do want also I have on here with me the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Of course, John is a two, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also, of course, part of the Raw Radio broadcast team as well. Uh, well. <clears throat> And uh, see, JD did let me know of something that I now I'm going to probably bark. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, I do appreciate JD for keeping up with that for me. Of course, uh, I'll go ahead and talk about it. Of course, um, as you know, one of the big college basketball games on tonight was, of course, the big rivalry here on Tobacco Road. Of course, near not too far from my neck of the woods down here in North Carolina between uh, North Carolina Tar Heels and the Duke Blue Devils. 
unfortunately, of course, I just now just now learned that Duke pulled the win off in that 86-78. to 78. So, any Duke fans out there, please rejoice and be happy. Uh, Carolina fans, of course, you were probably like going to be like me tonight. Uh, of course, uh, uh, not, not going to hold in the wall some, at some point later on in, later on in the night. They'll play each other <laughs> again, don't worry. Before the year's up, in a couple of weeks, they'll play again. I'm down the road in Chapel Hill. Oh, good. They'll have no opportunity in Chapel Hill. Good, good. Okay, so we'll have Because it was in Durham tonight. It was in Durham tonight, so it'll be Chapel Hill next time. Okay, excellent. Very good. Thank you very much, J.D., for keeping up with that for me. I do appreciate that. Uh, I guess this is a better time as any here. Um, if uh, J.D. and John wants to go on and give this, we can go ahead and take care of this here. This is the 10 o'clock hour right here, Revolution. I mean Revolution. Wolfpack, we can go ahead and take care of this. Uh, of course, um, excuse me. I was going to sneeze for a minute. Okay. Hold on. <coughs> well, yeah, I did catch it. Mm, okay, there you go. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, this Sunday, as you all know, uh, SmackDown's Contribution Elimination Chamber 2017 will be making its way. <clears throat> will be making its way, of course, on pay-per-view, of course, on the WWE Network. Uh, of course, reading off the Wikipedia thing, Wikipedia uh, uh, event here, where we, of course, uh, be taking place in the Talking Stick Resort Arena in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, of course, big, uh, big time here indeed. Uh, the theme song is the song Air by No Wild, featuring Kamal and Wynn. So Hulu is a sponsor of, of, of this year's uh, Elimination Chamber. Which, by the way, a very interesting fact here, guys, and I'll have to read this fact to you. And and John knows all about this. And JD, I told told him this after you got off the air last night. We were we were talking about this. That believe it or not, they called the they call elimination chamber in Germany no escape. And let me let me explain the reason why. That the reason why is the reason why they changed the name in Germany is because it was feared. That the name Elimination Chamber in Germany may remind people of the gas chambers used during the Holocaust. That's so. So they didn't want to scare. They didn't want to scare the public. Pretty much in Germany. So that's why they changed the name of that, which is quite interesting if you think about it. So, so that's why. But of course, like I said, there are still WWE fans in Germany. Um, of course, they still know what it is and all that. I'm sure they'll probably still call it that. But, but like I said, if you're watching it in Germany, you'll probably know it as No Escape. But here in the United States, of course, we know it as the Elimination Chamber. Uh, of course, I have all the. We have the seven matches uh, marked down here uh, for for of course for Sunday. Uh, JD, you and John both can give us give us your uh, your thoughts and opinions here on each match. And uh, and uh, JD, I'll start with you, and uh, and then John, and then you both both of y'all can give it to me at the same time. And John, you just give it to me on the chat box, and JD, you can just talk about it here for a little bit, though, uh, if, you, if you wish. And JD, I mean John, you can add a little bit of of uh, commentary on your pick as well, if you wish, with each match that I name. Uh, John said he's going to wait till tomorrow to do his, so he's going to wait till tomorrow. So JD, you're going to be like you're going to be the only one to do it here tonight. All right. So, okay. 
And like I said, it don't be no particular order here. So, so like I said, we're just going to just run down, like I said, the matches that we have on, on tap here for Elimination Chamber 2017. The first match, of course, we have is the Elimination Chamber match itself for the WWE title. John Cena defending the belt against AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, The Miz, Baron Corbin, and Bray Wyatt. J.D., your thoughts on who will come out of this as the champion, please. Well, everyone's saying that Bray Wyatt's going to win this, however, and this could be his uh, golden opportunity and his biggest opportunity to date, however, by shocking the world, by denying Cena a chance to retain. Uh, Baron Corbin, I don't think, is ready just quite yet to get a piece of that gold. However, eventually he might get some gold down the road, maybe at some point, however. Hopefully it won't be too long before he gets that. Um, AJ, of course, has had his time with the belt, and of course, everyone thinks Dean is the wild card, and he could very well be. But at the end of the night, however, it's going to be Mr. Bray Wyatt coming through, and he will take Cena's title. You're saying that Bray Wyatt is going to come come out the winner of this of the Elimination Chamber with the belt. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Next next match up. Next match here. The singles match. I think it's been brewing here for the past two or three months. Uh, I think everyone's going to finally get up, is going to enjoy seeing this. This is probably going to end up being a, pretty much a grudge match, if you really think about it, starting to see how, how it got started. Uh, Naz, of course, uh, uh, of course, one of the ladies' matches that will take place is, of course, Nikki Bella taking on Natalia. Your thoughts, J.D.? Nikki is definitely looking for retribution here, and she could get it here in this one. And this is going to be a pretty good match, one of the better matches of the night, however. At the end of the night, Howard, you know Natty's going to try anything she can, Howard, to pull Nikki off her game and find a fluke way to win, however. But I think Nikki wants payback in the worst way possible. It should be, uh, instead of, uh, it should be settled in a cage, however, basically. Not just a chamber, just a regular steel cage itself, because these two have just had bad blood for each other for a while now. But at the end of the night, Heller, it's going to be very intense, but I think Nikki's going to squeak it out somehow, some way. You're saying Nikki Bella will pull the win off in this? Okay. All right. Next up here, of course, Tag Team Turmoil match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The current champions, American Alpha, versus the former champions, C. Slater and Rhino, versus Brizongo, versus the Usos, versus the Ascension, versus the Vault Villains. Uh, your thoughts on this, GD? This is going to be pretty good, though. I mean, when you think about it, however, I mean, obviously everyone thinks American Alpha should get the belts back. However, I mean, you got Wendy's Boy and Rhino who have had the belts before. Uh, the Vault Villains, I don't think, are ready just quite yet. However, and they've really kind of had a mixed uh, bag ever since they come up from NXT. But if there was one team that could really... Uh, start its uh, 2017 off with a bang, and they really haven't had a chance to get a big bang start yet, however, since they got in trouble a while back, and it's the Ascension. So I'm looking for Connor and Victory to pull off the upset here. You're thinking the Ascension will pull off the win and win the SmackDown Tag Team titles? Yes. Okay. Next up here is the singles match for the SmackDown Women's title, Alexa Bliss defending the belt against Naomi. Alexa, of course, I mean, has been a pretty good champ so far. Naomi, I mean, it would nice to be nice to see Naomi get something, however, but obviously, however, Alexa's probably going to do it by herself unless she has to have help from her friend, however. I don't see it happening. I think Alexa wins clean. So you think Alexa will pull the one off here and keep it? I hate to say it, yeah. 
Okay. All right. Next up here, another ladies, another ladies match here. Of course, the third one here, and uh, and of course, in these seven matches here, it's going to take place in the Nation Chamber. Not bad for the women's division of the WWE at all whatsoever. As uh, we have indeed the third uh, ladies singles match here, as Becky Lynch takes on Mickey James. Of course, this is Mickey James' I'm sure first appearance in a WWE ring in quite a while. Uh, your take on this match, JD? Becky's definitely looking for retribution against Mickey in this one, and she is looking for payback in the worst way possible. She got a little bit of a taste at the Rumble a couple weeks ago. I think she settles the grudge here and sets up a match with her and Alexa, possibly for Mania. So I'm going to pick uh, Becky. I'm taking Becky for this. All right. Uh, Very interesting match here, uh, say at least a two-on-one handicap match, pitting the tag team of Apollo Crews and Kalisto versus the show-off Dolph Ziggler. J.D., your thoughts here? Well, I guess they added this earlier today because apparently what happened Tuesday night, uh, you know, Ziggler has had a real mean streak to him lately, however, and he has been wanting to uh, do inflicting damage on a Cruz and Kalisto in the worst way possible. I think uh, this should be your pre-show warm-up match, and it probably will be more than likely. I would not be surprised. At the end of the night, I think Dolph Heller is just going to be absolutely too strong and too powerful to come through. So give me uh, Dolph in this one. You're taking Dolph to, to go over the tag team of Apollo Cruz and Kalisto. Okay. All right, and, of course, the other match here, of course, we have listed here is pitting, uh, I guess you could say, to say right now, uh, uh, former Wyatt family members, current or former Wyatt family members, however you want to call it, Luke Harper taking on Randy Orton. Your take here. Yeah, Randy, I'm surprised is he actually should be getting the night off on this. However, and there has been a lot of bad blood between the two of them, but at the end of the night, Luke Harper, however, might as well just uh, – find himself on the outs with Bray and Randy and go elsewhere. I think Randy's just going to be dominating this one as usual, and he will await the winner, and it could set up the big Bray Wyatt Randy or title matchup at WrestleMania, which is where they're going, I feel. So the Viper will win this one. Then RKO will come through in the end here. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's your picks here from, of course, the, uh, the Iceman, J.D. Jeremy Geraldo as <clears throat> Um, as, of course, like I said, Elimination Chamber coming up this Sunday on the WWE Network. Of course, our prediction show, of course, Special Edition of Revolution, will be coming up here, of course, this Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock. Call ID 138055-POUND. Let's run down, of course, one more time, uh, J.D.'s picks for, the mat- for each match. Of course, first off, the Elimination Chamber for the WWE title. J.D. picks Bray Wyatt to walk out of here as the champion. The singles match between Nikki Bella and Natalya. Uh, J.D. picks Nikki Bella to win the tag team turmoil for the SmackDown tag team titles. J.D. picks the Ascension to, to come out on top and pick up the belts. Uh, uh, the women's title between Alexa Bliss and Naomi. Uh, J.D. picks Alexa Bliss to pull the win off here. The match between Becky Lynch and Mickey James. Uh, J.D. does pick Becky Lynch to uh, go out to uh, pull off the win over Mickey James. Uh, the t- the two-on-one handicap match pitting the Qu- Apollo Crews and Kalisto versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, J.D. JD uh, picks Dolph Ziggler to pull off the win over this pretty unique combo. And also a match between Luke Harper and Randy Orton. Uh, J.D. just picked RKO to get by Luke Harper, as J.D. did say, to possibly set up a uh, possible run. If Bray, of course, Bray Wyatt does come through in the end. 
uh, of the Elimination Chamber as the champion. They possibly set up for a match at WrestleMania, so we'll have to wait and see all what happens. Even Suplex Machine John Gross, as he said, he will do his picks on, on of course, Revolution tomorrow night, right here from 9 to 11, right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, so, uh, JD, just your overall thoughts and opinions on on how you on the uh, overall uh, way you believe the Elimination Chamber will go. Your overall take. It should be a good pay per view. I mean, obviously the big match is still being talked about. Is the six person match and obviously the Nikki Natty match. However, is the other one that's selling it really. However, other than that, it just seems like from top to bottom. I mean, you added a couple late matches. However, I mean it was a subpar card to begin with. Now you got three more matches. It should be a middle average card, but like I said, the two matches that should be really good, obviously, is going to be the Nikki Natty match, which is, of course, the grudge match that everyone's talking about, and, of course, the big six-person match itself uh, involving the six guys involved. Certainly. Certainly. And it will be taking place at the Talking Stick Resort Arena in Phoenix. This is the seventh event known as Elimination Chamber. Under the Elimination Chamber chronology, actually the first one to be held since 2015, hmm. believe it or not, which is quite, uh, which is which, which is quite interesting here to say. And this so, is the second time the Elimination Chamber, I think, has been held in Phoenix too. Yes, but I think the last time the Elimination Chamber match actually took place here. Um, now I don't know if the actual event took place in Phoenix. The one, the Elimination Chamber match that, did take, that has taken place here was at SummerSlam 2003, yes. in which I think Triple H went in as a champion, and he almost didn't go out as a champion had it not been for Rick Flair and a sledgehammer, dealing a, blow, dealing a big blow to Goldberg, thereby retaining the belt, and of course them doing some business on Goldberg right after the match took place. So all in all, it was... Uh, all in all, it was a pretty interesting, uh, it was a very interesting, uh, um, um, and it was on the Goldberg DVD, by the way, it was, very, it, was, it was a good match. I thought it was a very good match, but like I said, they just, uh, like I said, that the evolution of that at that point in time really got the best, and of course, at the time, it was only just Triple H, Flair, and Orton, but still, they, uh, they really did a number on him, of course, back in the day, so that was pretty big, so. Uh, JD, thank you very much for providing us your uh, predictions for Elimination Chamber uh, Sunday for Sunday. And like I said, John Gross will be bringing us his predictions on uh, tomorrow's edition of Revolution. We'll probably be broadcasting from another from another uh, group, of course, in the stable of groups as we continue our radio network group tour, as we all as we always as we uh, as I have started calling it now. Uh, one thing I will also start talking about here is. I'm sure a lot of people uh, are already are already aware that uh, that we had that we had a gentleman who held a couple of our belts during Revolution Reborn uh, had to relinquish them last week. Uh, of course, as you know, we have already uh, we have already started the matches to, to actually qualify four people each to go after these championships to, hold, to have two separate fatal four-way matches. To actually uh, win these uh, championships, I am. I can give you an update on those uh, matches here so far. Uh, the NWA US uh, Heavyweight Championship match is official. Of course, I made that. I made that point known 
uh, let me see, uh, last night, I, after Revolution went off the air, as a matter of fact, because um, we had a, we had one more person actually answer the question correctly, uh, <clears throat> and I'll explain what the question was in a few moments, but officially, it will be for the NWA U.S. World Heavyweight title. It will be our main man right here, the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, taking on the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, taking on Eddie Johnson, and taking on the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, for the NWA U.S. World Heavyweight title. I have not announced when that match will take place, but we will, we will do it on the Revolution Reborn page. And as soon as we, as soon as we get the other match situated, you will go ahead and get these. Uh, we'll go ahead and get these matches started. The NWA, the NWA US uh, title qualifying question was this, and and I'm sure everyone will know the answer to this. Uh, of course, uh, and let me go ahead and mention it right here. Let me pull this up here. The Honky Tonk Man lost the Intercontinental Title to Ultimate Warrior at SummerSlam 1988. Who was Honky Tonk Man's actual opponent supposed to be before he was taken out before SummerSlam by outlaw Ron Bass? Was it Virgil, Hercules, Brutus Beefcake, or the Junkyard Dog? And four people did get this answer correctly. Correctly, it's sort of the, the, the people that I did uh, just now mention. It was, in fact, it was supposed to be Brutus Beefcake, but because of outlaw Ron Bass kind of injured him with a spur, which I do believe is what, what happened there. Uh, uh, Brutus Beefcake was unable to compete at the request of his doctors, and uh, and uh, Brutus Beefcake stayed out of the match and all that. But they did announce they were still going to have an IC title match, but they did not announce who it was supposed to be. Honky Tonk Man did come out there waiting to see who, who it was. Of course, he did not plan plan on it being the Ultimate Warrior, who of course he lost the belt in of course record time. So. But we do have, like I said, the NWA US World Heavyweight title day before we already set. As I said, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, uh, Eddie Johnson, and the lead, and the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, will compete on the Revolution Reborn page whenever we do get this thing situated uh, for the NWA US World Heavyweight title. As for the other one, which record, as for the other belt, which is, of course, the WWS United States Championship. We are still in the midst of that of that at this time. We are not officially set with that one as of yet. Uh, <clears throat> of course, so we know we still need one more qualifying. Uh, I do believe we do have several people who have who have qualified. But I'm not going to say who because like that's going to be kind of a dead giveaway right there. But uh, we but uh, like I said, you still have an opportunity to an, to answer that question correctly. Uh, like I said, I, like I said, whoever is whoever likes it. If we have several more people to answer. Of course, we do have we do have any more to answer and all. If we have an, if we have another correct answer coming to the mix here soon, then I will say that I will of course make the announcement. Of course, underneath where the where the United States qualifying question is, and I will. Sorry about that, and I will. Uh, and I will, of course, make that announcement on there like, as soon as that is taking place. But we're not quite there with that question yet, but we will give everybody a prize of that as well. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 85 of NWO Wolfpack, like I said, Thursday, February 9th, 2000, and, 
17. I do have with me the Iceman, J.D., Jeremy Geronimo, and the Human Suplex Machine, uh, John Gross. Uh, J.D., if you would take care of a small plug and anything else you need to mention, please go ahead and do so. I'd step away for a couple minutes. I will be right back. Okay, uh, 1-724-444-7044, caller ID one three eight five two one 1 pound You can join us right now here as this is Wolfpack Radio. Oh, excuse me. And uh, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, coming up uh, this uh, Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m., we will be talking about the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, if you will. Also, a few bets might be made. The caller ID is one three eight zero five five pounds And, of course, tomorrow night we will have another edition of Revolution Radio, the caller ID is one three eight zero five five pound. While tonight's is one three eight five two one pound. That being said, of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, this coming Monday, however, we will talk about the aftermath of the pay-per-view, ladies and gentlemen, on Raw Radio, John T. Smith, myself, John Gross, and the rest of the gang will have a very interesting show for you. The caller ID is 138744-POUND. That'll be getting underway this Monday at 3 p.m. Of course, we will be talking about the aftermath of the Elimination Chamber. Get you set up for Fastlane. Also, we will talk to you about the Raw ratings from... Uh, what to be expected, of course, this past week they did a 2.2, however, mind you. So that being said, be sure to check it out, however, mind you, coming up this coming week, however, if you will, however. Uh, some other news to report, of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we will be, of course, having a very special, that's why I said special, edition of uh, Outside the Ropes, however, mind you, or excuse me, the Power Hour, mind you. The caller ID is 141364-POUND. Of course, that will be a very, uh, uh, like I said, a very interesting show this Sunday, or this Saturday, shall we say. That will be getting underway, however. My, uh, that being said, however, it should be a very interesting show, of course. My, so uh, we'll definitely uh, be telling you, definitely uh, telling you what should be a very interesting show. So, that being said, huh? it should be a very interesting uh, show this coming today. Of course, uh, the caller ID, of course, is 141364. We definitely want to check that out this coming week, however, mind you, and that will be a very very interesting show this coming week here on uh, Saturday. Of course, I believe that will be getting underway Saturday afternoon, either 2 p.m. or 4 p.m. We're not sure exactly what time you have, but be sure to check that out. Uh, also on Tuesday nights, ladies and gentlemen, this Tuesday we'll be back in our normal time slot at 7 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, with Wrestling Revisited, be sure to check that out. The call ID is 139926 pound, and that will be a very interesting show, of course. And we will definitely be back in our normal time slot this coming weekend, however, excuse me, this Tuesday, if you will, however, mind you. Uh, as King Anabir Dora T. Smith pointed out today, how our in-top heel, however, for you wrestling uh, fanatics yesterday, of course, the big show turned 45 years old. Jim the Anvil Nightheart, 62. Sherry Martell would have been 59 yesterday. And also... A very historical birthday to probably one of the greatest managers, if not one of the top three managers of all time, the great classy Freddie Blassie. Yes, folks, Freddie Blassie would have been 99 years old yesterday. Believe it or not, so happy late birthday to him, 
to Sherry Martell, two great legends who we lost, sadly, uh, some years ago. And, of course, happy birthday to two great uh, unique people in the form of the big show turning 45. And, of course, the Anvil Jim Neidhart, an Italian Neidhart's father, if you will, and Bret Hart's uh, one relative turning 62 yesterday. Uh, some other news to report. Uh, not much else to talk about, folks. I mean, it's been pretty low-key, uh, uh, mind you, however. Uh, like I said, um, we will definitely... Uh, I don't know what else we can discuss. I mean, there's not that much to discuss, mind you. However, uh, we will definitely. Uh, I don't know what else we could. Uh, I don't know what else we can talk about. And uh, like I said, how I don't know what else we can talk about. So uh, that's about it. Uh, of course, Mr. W. Sorry, Chad Hinshaw will be returning to the line hopefully in a few minutes. Of course, uh, we can definitely tell you, uh, go back and listen to all of our shows each and every week uh, here on Wolfpack Radio. However, as we told you, we gave you the call letters. And of course, we also, and of course, you can go back and listen, like I said, from yesterday's show, listening to Wrestling Revisited, 139926. And of course, also Wrestling Debate, 139925 pound. So definitely check that out as well. Um, I'm here. Go ahead, please, please. No, please, I'm done. Please. I'm done. Okay, you're okay. Well, I said thank you, uh, JD. Of course, he's our our uh, our plug man. Of course, uh, him and Gerard, of course, are our two plug men here for the radio network. Here, of course, uh, let us know uh, let you know what's going on here on our. Shows here in the radio network here, of course, where to look for everything like that. So, JD, thank you very much there as well. Uh, of course, tomorrow night, uh, Friday edition of Revolution. Uh, we don't know where we're going to broadcast from uh, tomorrow night. Uh, it'll be another surprise. So, we'll definitely let everybody know on that. Uh, of course, at, uh, Saturday afternoon, we'll definitely be bringing. Uh, which will be starting a little bit later because I'm not sure about what time. Uh, if anything does pop up tomorrow, I won't be prepared for that. So, uh, power hour may start a little bit later in the day, about three or four o'clock, possibly tomorrow, uh, Saturday afternoon. So, that would be a watch out for that as we review all the shows here in the radio network as well. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Um, other than that, of course, also on Sunday, don't forget our prediction show for Elimination Chamber 2017. This Sunday at 5 o'clock p.m., of course, special edition of Revolution. Of course, we'll, read, we'll definitely read J.D.'s and John's predictions uh, on uh, on uh, the prediction show. Of course, of course, I, like I said, hopefully we'll have Team W.O. and maybe even you know, maybe even the Black Widow, uh, Michelle Lynn Dodds may join us. Who knows who knows we'll, who we'll have on. So, we'll definitely, like I said, uh, <clears throat> we'll definitely, like I said, let everyone know about this whenever we, uh, of course, get our... Uh, Get our shows rocking and rolling here, of course, big time here. And again, ladies and gentlemen, we have to apologize, everyone, everyone here uh, listening in on and watching us on the live video feed uh, for the delay here for uh, what happened here earlier with our uh, with what happened. Apparently, some something happened. I guess I lost the internet connection or something. 
but I, I have since regained the connection, and of course I am, uh, <clears throat> I am back, I am back up and running. All that video is running. Uh, uh, it is, it is running, um, <clears throat> running smoothly with no problem. Uh, so we will definitely, uh, we'll definitely, like I said. Uh, We'll definitely, like I said, uh, um, like to keep our eyes open on that and make sure everything is, is everything is okay going on with that. Yes. So, uh, but in the meantime, we figured, like I said, we, uh, we go and try to, uh, uh, I said, uh, I thought we'd do something very interesting here tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm sure uh JD and John I'm sure would not mind it at all, at all at all because we do a lot of interesting stuff here as far as some wrestling extras here on our shows here each and every night of course. Uh, this might not but this right here might be a little bit different than anything wrestling here. I figure you know uh, I'm sure everyone here is kind of uh uh, uh of course uh, remembers the the great T V game show The Price is Right. Uh, but what I think we'll, like I said, what, what we'll do here, I found a version of that we can give a whirl. Uh, of course, the rules of the game here, that JD and, first JD and John are a game for that. Like I'm Okay, yes. all right. John, are you okay with that there, Tuba? I'm ready to go. Okay. That's what I said. Make sure John is all set to go here. Make sure he's, he is. Okay, all right, here we go. Rules of the game, we're going to see a prize. I'll let you know what the prize is, by the way, guys. Hmm. You have 45 seconds to try to get the price of your prize, and I'll type, and, uh, um, and, uh, and I'll, I'll probably have a chance, I'll probably, have, I might be able to type this in this one time. If you're, um, you have 45 seconds to try to guess the price of your prize. Type in your bid and hit enter. If you're right, you'll have a chance to bid on a second prize. If you're wrong, you'll get a higher or lower indicator. You get both right in 45 seconds, and you are a winner. Okay. We'll give we'll give this one a short whirl and see what happens with that. Okay. Let's see let's see how this works. All right. Oh, it's the clock game. Everyone remembers the clock game. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, John, let JD give this a whirl, and then we'll, we'll find something that both got to try at the same time. So JD, I'm going to give you a chance at this one right here. Okay. I didn't know how this was going to be played. Okay. JD, you're playing for a Sony plasma TV. Ah, lovely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember you. You got to. You got to. You, you remember how this game is played? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, so I'll. I will. I will type for you. I remember, we got forty-five seconds, and I wish you love my man. And just think this. This. This thing about one of these things. I'm sure you probably seen it in stores and all that stuff like that. Okay. Price wise. Ready. Yeah. Yeah. Think, think about how much. Think about, think about how much. How much one of these. these how big is the TV? It doesn't say. Okay. So, that's, why it's a plasma. Plasma, so okay. Sure you know how big a plasma TV is. Okay. okay. All right, ready? And 
Go. Two fifty nine. Two fifty nine. Fire. Four twenty five. Four twenty five. Fire. Five hundred. Five hundred. Fire. Six fifty. Six fifty. Fire. Seven fifty. Seven fifty. Fire. A grand. One thousand. One thousand. Fire. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Thirteen fifty. Thirteen fifty. Lower. Twelve seventy five. Oh. I didn't give me, uh, didn't tell me how much it was. Oh, let's try something else, please. Let's try something else, yeah. Yeah, that's a little bit too loud there. Okay. I was trying something new, and I guess it didn't work out there, so. Don't worry, guys. Uh, it's not. Uh, it doesn't work out all the time. But hey, uh, you know, uh, we, we we try different. We try different stuff here. We try different stuff. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Come on, please tell me there's one of these here. Uh. Uh, Ooh, how about uh, fresh your luck? All right. Oh, you remember? I'm sure you remember this game. Oh. All right. From the Vector Game Studio, this is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's time to fresh your luck. Okay. What country grows the most sugar? United States, Brazil, or Colombia? Uh, I'm going to say U.S. No, that's Monday's child is fair of face, but what is Tuesday's child? Full of grace in his place or lacking space? Full of grace. That's right. Three spins. You have to four spins. What book starts with the line, Call Me Ishmael? Born Moby Dick. That's right. What is the, you all know this. What is the capital of Pennsylvania? <laughs> Harrisburg. Oh, you better know that, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, all right, you got 10 spins, JD, so we're going to see how you're going to do right here. All righty. This is your round here. In the next round I play, we're going to bring John in here, okay? All right. All right, so John, John watch, watch JD here, and then we'll get your responses to the questions and all that stuff, okay? So just sit tight there, bud. Just sit tight. We haven't forgotten about you. Okay. okay JD, you let me know when to stop, okay? Stop. Give me a minute here. I'll talk about how you stop this. I'm trying to. Give me a minute. Stop again. 
Oh, I see. Okay, wait a minute. I got it. Okay. Okay, I, I had to press the space bar. I'm sorry. Okay. JD, you got $1,400. Do you want to press or do you want to pass? Uh, go. Go. Okay. Stop. That's a good money. Forty-eight hundred dollars, JP. And you want to go or stop? You got eight spins left. Go or stop? Go. Stop. Stop at five hundred dollars, and at spins you earn the spin. You still have eight spins, JD. Up to thirty-three hundred dollars. Uh, uh, go on or stop. Go. Stop. You stop at a prize that is worth nine hundred dollars. So you're up to forty-two hundred with seven spins left. Go on or stop. Go. $750. You got your. What are you going to do with the six pence you got left? You're going to go or you're going to stop? One more time. One more time. $49.50. Okay. Trying to get the big bucks here. All right. Good luck there, JD. Here we go. Stop. $500. You have five spins left. You're up to $54.50, JD. Stop or go? Stop. You're going to stop. Okay. You won. That's bad, baby. Oh, you won. Oh, man, it's going to die. Okay. You won $4,560 in uh, money and $900 in a prize. It's not bad, baby. It's not bad at all. All right, John. Time to get first turn, though. You have to answer some questions in order to get the spin. So we're ready to go this way. All right, John, the pharaohs of ancient Egypt wore what color for protection against evil? Blue, red, or green?
crochet red. If you, get, you do get one spin. And about what year did a European first encounter a pineapple? Was it 1388, 1493, or 1566? Okay. Okay, 1566. That's incredible. John, you do get a spin. You have to two spins. According to the Chinese calendar, 2004 is the year of the what? The horse, the sheep, or the monkey? John says monkey. You are correct. It is, it is monkey. You get three spins there. You have the five spins. One more question. Who is pictured on the now discontinued $10,000 bill? Which I, man, I wish it was still one of those available. James Madison, Woodrow Wilson, or Salmon P. Chase? That'd be great if you just carried one of those around. You'd be set. Mm-hmm. John says it was James Madison. You still get one spin there, John. And, John, you get six spins. And, and John, what we'll do here is that I will just go ahead and spin, and, and, J, and J.D., you will add, you will, J.D. will be your voice. So, John, whatever you earn, whatever is earned here is going to be yours. Okay, bud? Okay, so JD, whatever, whenever you say stop, you're doing. We're doing this for John. So, all right. Okay, all right. So, so good luck to John there and uh, JD. Here we go. And now remember, I press spacebar in order to get in order to control it to stop it. Okay, all right. Six spins. And here we go. Seven fifty. And let me ask John, do you want to play or do you want to stop, John? You're at 750 right now. John John wants to play. He's going on. Here we go. He's at 750 with five spins. John's got a prize. It's worth $1,600. He is up to $2,350 with four spins. John, do you want to play it or do you want to uh, stop? They used to say play or pass on the show. I remember watching that show. But in this case, it's play or stop. Yeah. John says he wants to play, so we're going to continue on. $2,350 with four spins. Here we go. $2,000, three spins less. He's up to $4,350. Wow, John. He's catching up to me. <laughs> yes, he is, big time. John, do you want to play it or do you want to stop? Believe it or not, John wants to stop. Huh. 
So, but you know what? That's not too bad yet. This is this is a good trial run of this English. Yeah. Now I'm going $1,860 in cash at $2,500 in prizes. Which is not too shabby there, guys. Not at all. Not at all. And I think... Uh, and I think John had a real good point there, J.D. I think this might not be a bad thing. Uh, I got it off of ArcadeThunder.com hmm. uh, where I found that. So if you want to... You what is it again? ArcadeThunder.com is Arcade where I got Thunder, the okay. Oh, that's my yes. site. Yes, believe, believe it or not, though, the, that version of Pressure Luck that we just played was created, but from what it sounded like to me when they said it in the beginning... It sounded like it was created by somebody in Pennsylvania. Hmm. So it might find that pretty interesting there. So definitely, like I said, use that if you wish. Please, go ahead. Oh. Uh, incorporate some of that in there. Uh, listen, we've got about 15 minutes, guys. So I think what we will go ahead and do here, uh, uh, let's, 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 let's find, uh, let's, let's go back to, of course, our thing, com. Let's, Go back into some wrestling trivia here. And let's see if we can't find something here. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Ooh, this categories of some wrestling gimmicks. Uh, wrestlers with animal nicknames, failed WWE gimmicks, the entitled gimmicks of pro wrestling, another category on failed gimmicks. Uh, let's see. Uh, lesser known wrestling, Star Spangled. Uh, Star Spangled Tough Guys, uh, wrestling gimmicks of the 80s and 90s, former wrestling gimmicks. Uh, that's pretty much all we got. Uh, Let's do failed gimmicks. One of the, You want to do one of the failed gimmicks here? Yes. Well, let's do one here that's got 20 questions on it. So let's, let's right. do that. Okay. All right. All right. So, J.D. and John, you're in this, of course. Uh, not every gimmick can be a wrestling can be a big hit, but here are some that did not catch on. All right. Okay. And uh, the average score is twelve out of twenty. Guys, there's twenty questions here. Literally twenty questions. <laughs> okay. All right. So JD and John, here we go. Uh, and good luck to both of you. Question number one: Barry Darso had a lot of different gimmicks in his career. Which of the following was not one of them? Was it A, the Repo Man, B, a professional golfer, C, the Blacktop Bully, or D, the Brooklyn Brawler? D, the Brooklyn Brawler. John. John says the Brawler as well, so we'll go on ahead with that. Question number two. What was the name that Kevin Nash wrestled under at Super Brawl 1? Was it Oz, Diesel, Vinny Vegas, or the Master Blaster? J.D. Oz. Was it, you said Oz. And John? John also says Oz, so we'll go ahead and say Oz. Question number three. What was the name of the tag team in WCW that had bells attached to their ring attire? <laughs> Was it the Ding Dongs, the Bell Boys, the Ring Dings, or the Ding a Lings? <laughs> Ding, that was the other guy named Dong. Oh, so <laughs> that's, what, that's what JR said when they debuted. Yeah, it's the Ding Dong. You're saying the Ding Dong, okay. Uh, and no, we're not talking about the hostess 
cake treat either. We're talking about. <laughs> That's hilarious. John, uh, your thoughts here, please. John's going with the same thing you said, which is the ding-dongs. That's right. All right, question number four. In 1992, a man came to the WWF claiming to be one of the big boss man's former inmates. What was his name? Chains, Nails, Bad Dog, or Crush? J.D. Nails. He said Nails. And John? And John also says Nails. Question number five. In 1998... WCW gave Alex Wright a gothic makeover. What was the name he used? Was it Kaiser, Berlin, Reich, or Uberkind? J.D. What was the question again? In 1998, WCW gave Alex Wright a gothic makeover. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Berlin. Berlin. Uh, John. Yeah, he was wicked back then. He was wicked back then. I don't think that I don't think that lasted that long for him. No, it didn't. Hmm. Question number six: What was the name of the military-themed wrestler used by the WWF in the mid 1980s? Was it A. Corporal Kirshner, B. Private Payne, C. Major Disaster, or D. Ranger Ross? Uh, JD. Who was the person again? I mean, what was the name? What was the name of What was the name of the military-themed wrestler used by WWF in the Corporal mid 1980s? Kirshner. And John. John also says Corporal Kirshner. Okay, question number seven. Mike Rotundo had his has had his share of bad gimmicks as well. Which of the following did he not wrestle as? Is it A a cowboy? B VK Wall Street? C. Irwin R. Scheister, or D. A. Sea Captain. JD. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say A. You're gonna say he never wrestled as a cowboy. Yeah. Uh, John. The Calisthenics though, he came from New York. I mean, so it would be funny. Wrestled <laughs> at Syracuse was an All-American. Yes. And he's going up. And here comes the splash. Nope, they didn't show it. Damn. And. John believes that he never wrestled as a cowboy either, so we're going to say that as well. Question number eight. Shane Douglas once had a short-lived gimmick in the WWF in the mid-1990s. What was his name? Was it Dean Douglas, the instructor, Dr. Douglas, or the genius, uh, J.D.? Dean Douglas. John. John says that he never wrestled as Dean Doug- He wrestled uh, as Dean Douglas. Okay. Question number nine. Uh, that, that's not. That's not. The, that's not the question. I'm sorry. <laughs> in 1994, Ted DiBiase brought in an evil Undertaker to combat the original, managed by Paul Bearer. Who was the evil Undertaker? Was it Mark Callis, Mike Awesome, Brian Lee, or Sid Vicious? JD. Nine one one. Brian Lee. And John. John says Brian Lee. Okay. 
Question number 10, Scott Levy, who wrestles as Raven, was who in WCW? Was it Johnny Polo, Scotty Flamingo, Scotty the Body, or Scott Anthony, J.D.? What was the question again? Scott Levy, who is well-known as Raven, was who? Scotty the Body. Uh, John? Scotty the Body. John is saying the same thing. They're saying Scotty the Body. Halfway through there, guys. Ten more questions to go. Question number 11. Glenn Jacobs, who wrestles as Kane, has had a few bad gimmicks in his time. Which of the following has he not been known as? Was it A, the new Diesel, B, Unibomb, C, the new Razor Ramon, or D, Isaac Yankum DDS? J.D.? He was not known as the Unibomb B. Okay, and John? John also says Unibomb, okay. Remember that he was not known as. Keep that in mind. But you are still sticking with that, right? JD, right? Okay. You are still sticking with that answer, right? Yes. That he was not known as. But if you are, then I'll go ahead and fix it. Okay. Question number 12. This one, this one was more of an angle than a gimmick. What was the name of the group that fought the Millionaires Club in WCW in 2000? Was it the NWO, the Young Blood, the New Blood, or the New Poor Blood. Boys? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. The New Blood. The New Blood. And John. All right, John. You okay? You went along with that. Well, I said last time too. Okay. And John, you're at. Uh, JD says new blood, and also he says the same thing. Okay. Question number 13. What name did Barry Darso wrestle under when he teamed with Ivan and Nikita Koloff? Was it Crusher Khrushchev, the Mad Russian, Ivan the Terrible, or the Red Menace? JD. I know this one's easy because he fought Sam Houston, of course, at Stark 85 for the Mid-Atlantic title for this belt. Crusher Khrushchev. Okay. And John... Okay, John is agreeing with it. He's saying that right there. All right, question number 14. Steve Kern was known as what during his brief stint in the WWF? Skinner. Didn't even have to say choices. Okay, James KD says Skinner. Uh, John, you, John, your, uh, your answer, please. John also says Skinner. All right. Question number 15. When the WWF tried to get Barry Windham away from his cowboy image, what was he called? Was it A, Stalker, B, Ranger, C, Hacksaw, or D, Bounty Hunter? J.D. Bounty Hunter. J.D. Uh, John. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. That's going to be on the video right there. And let's, let's go back and watch it. John says the stalker. Hmm. 
Okay, we'll have to do a one. Okay, JD, pick a number between one and ten. Seven. John, pick a number between one and So JD, you said bounty hunter, and John said stalk. And you said you said seven between one and ten. And John says John says three. Ooh, close, but I'm going to have to give it to JD because it was actually five right there in the middle. They bounty hunter in this. But question number sixteen. Which masked wrestler did Salvio Vega wrestle in WWF before making it big? Was it Quang, Kim Chi, Kato, or the Sultan? JD. Uh, I'm going to say Quang. And John? John also says Quang. Okay. Question number 17. Charles Wright, also known as the Godfather, is another wrestler that has suffered through gimmick purgatory. Which of the following is not one of his former characters? I repeat, not one of his former characters. Is it A, Papa Shango, B, the Spellbinder, C, the Soul Taker, or D, Kama, J.D.? B. B, as in boy? Yes. Okay. And John? There we go. Fox is going to take down the Samoan now. And John says D, comma. Uh, we'll do one through five this time. JD, pick a number between one and five. Four. And John. Dean Davis trying John, to John got John died this time. It was exactly right. On the money, it was five. So, we'll say common. Question number 18. Brutus Beefcake has had many different personas throughout his career. Which of the following did he not appear as? Repeat, not appear as. Was it A, the Diamond Stud, B, the Booty Man, C, the Zodiac, or D, the Disciple? J.D. A, Diamond Stud. That was Scott Hall. Uh, John. John also says the Diamond Stud. All right, question number 19. What was the name of the team comprised of Recon, Kurgan, and Sniper? The Truth Commission. Okay. Uh, John, J.D. says the Truth Commission. Uh, John, your your take? John also says the Truth Commission. And we'll do that right here. And question number and question number twenty, what two men wrestled as Skip and Zip the Bonnie Donnas? Chris Candy and Dr. Tom Pritchard. Okay, and John That's it. Okay. All right, we got all twenty questions answered. Let's see how we did here, gentlemen. And okay, let's see here. All 
Question number one, Barry Garza never wrestled as the Brooklyn Brawler. And of course, because he, because Brooklyn Brawler was actually uh, Steve Lombardi. Yes. Question number two, Kevin Nash did wrestle as Oz at the first Super Bowl. It was actually the first of three appearances on pay-per-view as Oz for Kevin Nash. Number three, the tag team that had bells attached to their ring attire, it was, in fact, the Ding Dongs. They only made a few TV appearances before being dumped. <laughs> Question number four, it was, in fact, Nails. <clears throat> uh, it was uh, one being one of the big boss man's former inmates. Uh of course, of course. As for the other choices, Chains was the name Brian Lee wrestled under as one of the members of the DOA. Rodney Mack was once known as Bad Dog, and Crush was wrestling as a face at that time in the WWF. Yes, and of course, uh, number five, 1998, Alex Wright was known as Berlin, uh, who, of course, he had a bodyguard who was known as the was the Wall, who was also known as Malice throughout the independent circuit. Of course, we all that he's no longer on this earth, sadly. Uh, question number six was, in fact, the military theme wrestler throughout the mid-1980s, was, in fact, Corporal Kirshner. Uh, of course, Sergeant Slaughter was working for the AWA. The WWF needed someone to feed with the anti-Americans, like Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. Ranger Ross was another short-lived gimmick in WCW in the early 1990s. Number seven, Mike Rotundo, believe it or not, never never wrestled as a cowboy. He was known as IRS and Mr. Wall Street. And he actually once wrestled as a sea captain after his days in the varsity club. I did not know that. Question number eight, uh, of course, uh, Shane Douglas was known in the WF as Dean Douglas. We all knew the genius was known as Randy Savage's brother, Lanny Puffo. Uh, in 1994, TWIC did bring in Brian Lee to portray the evil uh, Undertaker in the match. Of course, remember SummerSlam '94. Um, of course, the real Undertaker was, was real name was Mark Calloway. He was also known as Mean Mark Callis in WCW. Uh, number ten, you said Scott Levy. He was known as you said Scotty the Body in WCW. It was actually Scotty Flamingo. Scotty Flamingo should have that one, yes. He was manager Johnny Polo in the WWF. He was Scotty the Body in the Pacific Northwest Wrestling. Dawn of Territory, yeah. Scott Anthony in the Global Wrestling Federation, by the way. Uh, and that's what you're going to kick yourselves in the head about. Glenn Jacobs, uh, both you and John said Unibomb, he was not known as, one of the ones he was not known as was Unibomb. He was actually not known as the new Razor Ramon. That's right. Because, because he was, the new Razor Ramon was also known as Big Titan at the time. Yes. Two. I'm sorry, excuse me. Question number 12, of course, the New Blood went against the Millionaires Club in WCW in 2000. Number 13, Barry Darcel was also known as Crusher Khrushchev. Uh, they also, of course, along with the Coloss, was able to defend the NWA World Tag Team titles in any combination. Uh, Steve Kern was known as Skinner. At one time, he was actually known as Gator at one time in his career, which was one of the choices. But but Steve was Skinner in the WWF. Uh, number 15, uh, Barry Windham uh, tried to get him with his cowboy image. Uh, uh, J.D., we did go along with your answer and said Bounty Hunter. John was correct. It was Stalker. 
Uh, Wyndham even went as far as addressing camouflage and even paint his face. Huh. Question number 16, Salvia Vega, Vega did wrestle as Quain for a while. Cato was actually Paul Diamond. Uh, Kim Chi, of course, we all knew was the handler for Kamala. And the Sultan was the Arab gimmick, of course, we all know he was, he was portrayed at one time by Rikishi. Uh, and the Godfather, one of his gimmicks, uh, J.D., I think you were right on this because we went with John's answer of comma. He was known as comma. It was actually the Spellbinder that you were right about that, yes. Papa Shango briefly feuded with the Ultimate Warrior in 92. Saltaker was the first thing he wrestled under after breaking into the business. With Supreme Fighting Machine, Kamala Mustafa was a member of Ted DiBiase's Million Dollar Corporation and, of course, the Nation of Domination. Of course, Bruce Dukake was not known as the Diamond Stud in his career. Of course, as J.D., you did say he, Diamond Stud was the bat Scott Hall. Uh, number 19, of course, Recon, Kirkman, and Sniper was in fact the Truth Commission. The Red Beret wearing Truth Commission lasted for a brief time in 1997. And, of course, number 20, the Skip and Zip the Bonnie Donnas uh, were, of course, Dr. Tom Pritchard and Chris Candido. They were known as the Heavenly, were the heaven, Pritchard and Lane were the Heavenly Bodies. Uh, Candido and Lance Storm were the ECW World Tag Team Champions. Smothers and Armstrong were the young pistols in WCW. Well, you, you didn't, y'all didn't, y'all didn't do too bad. I mean, the average score was 13 out of 20. Y'all got 16 of them right. Hmm. So y'all did wonderful, wonderful job, wonderful job. And we'll try, we'll try the one on the gimmicks here again, maybe here again here soon when we have some more folks pop on here. We definitely got to give this, give this more, more world here. So. On that note here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to thank, uh, I do want to thank, like I said, the Iceman, uh, J.D. Gerard DiGiralmo, and <clears throat> the Human Space Machine, John Gross, for joining me here this evening. Of course, for episode number 85 of NWO Wolfpack. Of course, in addition to being on TalkShoot.com, also being brought to you from NWO US Forever for Life. <clears throat> Uh, of course, which, of course, like I said, you can uh, go back and, and look at it on uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWUS for life. Uh, definitely take a look at that. Uh, and like I said, it might have gotten a little bit cut off there in the beginning, but like I said, we had some technical difficulties, uh, but, uh, but we apologize for that. And uh, John's already left for the evening and wishes a good, a good night. So tomorrow night, we'll, on Revolution, he'll definitely be bringing us his. Uh, um, his uh, predictions here for Elimination Chamber this Sunday. Uh, and, of course, hopefully we'll have some more folks pop on Revolution tomorrow night. But for now, this has been, like I said, episode 85 of, N- of, of uh, like I said, NWO Wolfpack here, of, of course, the second installment of the WWUS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. <clears throat> and, of course, like I said, uh, as always, 1724-444. 7444, call ID 138521 pound. Uh, for the Iceman, J.D. Jerry Girolamo, and the Human Supplies Machine, John Gross, and the entire panel, way too tough to handle. This is Mr. WSWS Chad Hinshaw uh, saying, uh, of course, Wolfpack is a broadcast of the WSWS Radio Network on TalkShoot.com. Over one, over one year older, but continuing to be bolder, the WSWS Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain. <clears throat> 
your uh, wrestling connection. Uh, everyone take care. See you in the ring as we play this one more time here. As always here in the, in the, in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com and our live video feature on Facebook. Take care and God bless. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary BGW group void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus